From the Ranger Room in Mammoth King Studios in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Dan. I'm Freddie. And welcome to Super Sentai Kaku Ranger, where after today, my suspicions were confirmed. Jiraiya is my dude. Yeah. <laughs> you had a pretty um you had a pretty good episode in this for you. Yeah. I got a pretty good episode because I still like Sakai. Uh, the first episode we talked about, actually. Yeah. So, um, yeah, well, Kaku Ranger still steady. You're you're a Yellow Ranger dude. I guess so. Super Sentai, yellow's my color. Yeah. Like, I guess that's it. Because yellow's every, just cool dudes. Yeah, every one of them has been a likable, cool dude. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the this first episode we're talking about. Yes, episode seven, the huge one. <laughs> This one came out April 1st, 1994. It was written by Naruhisa Arakawa, directed by Katsuya Watanabe. Right on. Yes. And we in pe- this one, a yokai uses Seikai's yeah. obsession with eating to its own advantage, making him grow huge in size yeah. to satiate his never-ending appetite. Yeah. We start off with our, ra- with our rangers training. Yeah. All the boys, except... For Sekai. Well, like, the announcer's in there, and he's like, the Kaku Ranger train every day, and then uh, different... Like, we see... Jira- what, are, what are they called? Shurikens. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, diff- four different shuriken, three different shuriken yeah. slam into the wall behind the announcer. Yeah, yeah. And he he ducks, and then he pushes his set out of the way, which is on site for yeah. where they're training. I like this dude. I like this, like... Mix like Mixel Pitlick, like a uh, impossible man, like announcer. Yeah, he's just he's there to do his everywhere thing. at once. You know, like he's the fourth wall breaking mischief maker. Yeah, the, all the shurikens hit his desk and like his set, and he just pushes and it I, out of scene. I think this is the first time that we've seen them actually in ninja garb, except for they did one thing at the police station where they all like descended upon it in ninja garb. Yeah, yeah, I think this. We see them, um, so we got uh, Jiraiya tossing shurikens at the other two boys. And their shurikens are all just sharpened versions of the symbols on their heads. Yeah, so we caught that today. Yeah. <laughs> so like red I think ra- this is the first time we've seen shuriken. Yeah, red Red rangers are like this. The yeah. S. Yeah. Um, and uh, like... Tsuruhime is the, like, arrowhead-looking yeah. one. And Jiraiya's are the pentagon. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, it's a square and a circle, I think, are the last two. Yes, I believe so. <laughs> triangle is... Yeah, is uh, yeah, yeah, there is a triangle. Yeah, yellow's triangle. Because yes. he does the triangle slash. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, so he's he's like tossing out the shurikens to the other boys who are deflecting. Then they come down at him with both their swords, which he blocks. Yeah. Getting some real rigorous, tough training. And Surahime is like, where the fuck's Sakai? Yeah. Where that boy at? Yeah. What's he doing? We see that boy, full ninja garb, on the coast, just grubbing. 
<laughs> like eating a bunch of turkey clubs. Yeah, he's got a plate full of turkey clubs. He's got a burger in hand, mm-hmm. and I think he's got like a fish fillet in the other. And he's just eating, and he's just talking about man, sleeping, eating, girls. That's nothing. It. Nothing better in <laughs> life than sleeping all day, eating food, and when you go out, going out with girls. Yeah, that's all he's about. Suruhime comes up on him. He's like, "What are you doing?" Ninja food vanish, and his turkey club plate is gone. What a what a blow! At least to me, that'd be a hell of a blow. Now, what happened is you said. No, he's got to load up. He got to get big. He got to get buff. Cultivate mass. You got to cultivate mass. And then he goes, "No, Suhime, I'm eating that so that I can get bigger and stronger, so that I can yeah. protect the world and make you happy." And then he hands her some flowers. Yeah. <laughs> and she gets super stoked on this, and yeah. then she starts to run away. And then she realizes, "Oh no, he's just tricking me." Yeah. Turns around, she does origami gun technique, and she just flaps a paper at him and then explodes. Explodes the ground, makes him fly against the rocks. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty good. Um, Then he smells hamburgers. Yeah. He runs off. We jump to, like, a McDonald's where (laughs) we just see it from behind. Someone runs in, has an apron, lifts it up, and everyone screams at what they see underneath. Yeah. We think it's someone hanging meat. Just, just, just flapping the dong. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, there's a flasher in here." Yeah, okay, this, cool. Just what we assumed's going on. Everyone's terrified of what they see. They're like cowering. The two girls behind the counter are like, "Oh my god!" In comes not Seikai, not Seikai, who comes straight in. Like, Yo, give me two hamburgers. Give me two fish burgers, and they're and then and your phone number. And your that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Opens like a champ. <laughs> God. When we go to McDonald's after this, I think that's how you should roll. <laughs> I can't let do me, I can't do that through the kiosk. No, you gotta go up to the counter and go, Hey, let me get two double cheese, two fillet of fish, and your number. Jeez, I don't know. <laughs> but um <laughs> he he then notices what everyone's cowering from and we see this rotund fella. He, with, he like, looks at him with pigtails. With pigtails. He looks at him, he goes what are you looking at? And the guy just lifts his uh, apron up again and shows him that he got a mouth under there. <laughs> <laughs> he got a big old mouth belly that per- like proceeds to inhale yeah. and sucks everything up around him. All the cheeseburgers, everybody's yeah. hats. Yeah. Also, this guy, this big fella, he's got a cool hat. I loved it. Yeah, it was, it's g- like a Terry Bogart hat. It is. Um, did you ever watch Dr. Slump? No. Have you ever seen a Raleigh? Neither of those words made sense to me. Uh, Dr. Slump is an Akira Toriyama creation that came out around Dragon Ball time. It's about a little purple-haired robot girl. And she wears a red hat like that with a big plate on it that says Arale. So his hat was Arale's hat. Okay, yeah, because he he has a red hat with a metal plate across it. It just says, Hungry. Yeah, and that's a hat that you need. That that is a dope hat. Yeah. he then, we, uh, yeah, this dude, this dude's pretty wild so far. Obviously, he is our yokai. Yeah. He is the, what's his name? His name oh, I got is it. Gakatsuki. Gakitsuki. Yeah. Gakitsuki. Uh, and he is a yokai, as you would imagine, that just eats and st- makes everyone go hungry. That's his ghostly mischief. And the designer of this yokai made... Teeth Terry Bogart. He is. Yeah, he is. 
he's dressed like like when he yeah when he transforms he got big ripped muscles his whole head and chest is just a mouth the hat is huge he's got jeans on he's got the hair hanging out the back he's got the hair hanging out the back it's only, it's black instead of blonde but he's straight up like Terry Bogart he's got his hands wrapped up like a fighter yeah this he he was designed to be an homage to Terry Bogart I have to believe that because he the spitting image outside of the monster mouth. <laughs> yeah. I can I can forget about the monster mouth. I'm like, no, that's Terry. Yeah. But he oh and he also he's got the big bib, which when which makes sense because when he was like human form, it was like an apron, but mm-hmm. now that his top half is mostly mouth, it's a bib. Lobster bib. Yeah. I get it now. He he has weapons, he has a knife and a fork. And um yeah, like he so let's see here. He gets away. He gets away from that. Don't. Because then they end up going. He gets out of the restaurant. Yeah. Pursued by Sekai. Yeah. Uh, a battle starts. The other guys show up. They battle him. They. He. Uh, Gakitsuki feels completely overpowered. So he. That's right. He shrinks. He takes a. He takes a big hit to look yeah. like he loses. And just. Nope. Wrong again. Fuck. Oh. Are you sure? Yes, absolutely sure. The others show up. Yeah. They do the shark slider. Yeah. They, they make do. Yeah, they do shark slider right off the bat. And when they go to attack him, he makes it look like he just disappeared out. Yeah. Like just phased out of existence when he went to take the hit. And then he became small like a fly and had wings. Yeah. Flew into Sekai's mouth, down his throat, yeah. into his belly. And became a yokai tapeworm. Yeah. They have no idea what happened to him since he went so minuscule. Yeah. And they continue on their day, which is eating for Seikai. Well, immediately Seikai's like, let's go eat. Yeah. He's just all of a sudden hunger pangs hitting him because inside his belly, this uh, yokai is clanging the fork and knife together. And it like... Well, right now he's just eating all of his food because like... But the the fork and knife thing makes makes Seikai... Hunger. It like possesses him with hunger. Yeah. So, but they're in this restaurant, and Seikai's got like thirty-five plates stacked up. Yeah, he's eating them out. He's eating all of Nekomaru's profits up. <laughs> um, he once, once it seems like he, it's never gonna end. The yokai clanging the fork and knife together just starts like it makes Seikai like inflate. Yeah. He becomes fat and puffy, and also huge, as like the title, the huge one. He grows immense, busting through the roof of the building, and now he's walking through the city all fat and bothered. Attack of the 50-foot woman style. Yeah, yeah. But he's fat, and you can see like the cotton balls that they stuffed in his mouth. And like when he grows big, he's wearing this like denim, super loose fitting shirt that they just fill out with fat suit that inflates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he got like a pillow under there. Yeah. He got some cotton in the mouth. They yeah, cotton. <laughs> pretty, um, you know, pretty budget way of making him look fat, but it's effective. It works. Yeah, no yeah. complaints. It fits the fits the aesthetic of the show. So, the other the Cocker Ranger are like, nah, we can't be with this. We gotta yeah. we gotta go. They leave him yeah. in the city, but he's like, no, my my people are leaving, so I'm gonna walk behind him. Yeah, he catches up, and. Uh, they're in a field, and they go, okay, we're going to try this out. What's going on? 
they make a whole roast chicken for them, and then they nimpo it to be giant man sized. Yeah, yeah. Their their plan is now that they they assume something. So they will they now that they know that the um, they find now that they found out that the yokai is inside his belly. Oh yeah, I forgot the whole thing where they're on the building and then yeah. they use that. Yeah, yeah. That that thing like, to oh, like yeah. There's a funny gag there. Excuse us. Power playthrough. Power playthrough. Love this show when we were kids. Um, Sasuke produces like a little mini telescope mm-hmm. that he's like uh, Ninpo see through something like that. Ninpo see through scope or something like that. And he pulls it out and just immediately looks to the right at Sirohime. Sirohime is just looking at at uh, the big old Sekai. She looks over. And just slaps the shit out of him, calling him a pervert. And Jirai goes, what it look like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what that thing do? Yeah. And then he, then he and points. Then yeah. Sasuke looks at Jirai and goes, flat. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking God. These boys. Oh my gosh. What's with Japanese shows and them just like like I'm really? Gonna, I'm gonna look at this chest and I'm also going to. Uh, I I think it's a very chauvinistic uh kind of mentality i guess i don't know man yeah pervy problematic shit but out of you know i don't know it's a it's a weird it's a it's a thing it's a thing like you just gotta laugh at it because it's so like i always see it this way when i see someone on a show that's portrayed as stupid Mm -hmm. saying something stupid or problematic I don't take it as this is a producer's agenda. You know, I don't take it as like it's a writer or director's agenda that mm-hmm. they're trying to push. I usually see it as, oh, this is a stupid character doing something stupid. You know, the main thing that's problematic is they are n- they haven't been how sure how old Surahime is. They're like, is she even a high schooler yet? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah you know, a lot of that's things, the only like a lot of things to mer- when you part of it. look looking at it today. With today's scrutiny and the things that need to change and all that, and there's there's stuff. There's definitely stuff, but the whole thing with Sasuke looking at, it, I laugh at it because it's Sasuke, and like each one of those boys are incompetent as shit, except for Surahime. You know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sasuke's like halfway competent. Well, and he then, gets, Well, okay. The next episode, he shows he shows some flashes of that, and then Jiraiya. Jirai, yeah, like we're getting there, we're getting there. But so far, these boys have been played up for none but yucks. Yeah, these boys are incompetent. They're not. It's the whole joke. What the fuck? My phone. Sorry. The whole joke is that they're not living up to their bloodline. Yeah, their, their legacy. And Sasuke doing this just furthers that. Like Jesus, these guys are not together at all. Sirihime's like holding this, holding this group together with like. You know, bubble gum and rubber bands. So he uses the scope, the Nimpo scope, to look in, sees the, the um, yokai inside, Sakai. So that's when they make the chicken big. Yeah. Like, as we were watching this, it was like, I forgot what Nimpo they called it, but it's just... They called the it movie. chicken enlarging jutsu. Yeah, the, the, the movie, the Power, Power Rangers the movie was absolutely correct. Anything is possible with Ninjetti. Yeah, because we're seeing it in Kaku Ranger. They make the chicken big, using the smell to lure out uh, the yokai, trying to lure out the yokai. Well, 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 the smell hits his nose. Yeah, and 
like this, and he's like, I'm not going to eat it. I'm not going to eat it. Nope. We're going to lure him out with this, with the smell of this food. And homeboy slaps his fork and knife together, immediately gets the hunger possession. And that hand comes out, grabs that chicken and just, we get, we get a shot of, um, the actor ch- chowing down on a whole roast chicken. <laughs> That's pretty, uh, which is pretty appreciated. Yeah. But now, everyone's, well, Tsuruhime especially, they're pissed at him. It's like, hey, you're not going to show any willpower, huh? All right. <laughs> they tie him up. They tie him. <laughs> they. <laughs> Your heart. <laughs> it hurt my whole body. <laughs> Did you get a stinger? You get a stinger from that sneeze? Like, I sneezed. It went straight through to my. Like, he took a stiff spine buster. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it went straight through to my tricep, and then it came back yeah. to my chest. Yeah, it went through all the nerve endings. Uh, yeah. yeah. I know. I, I know that world. Um, yeah, they, they're very upset with psycho, uh, Sakai's lack of willpower. They, they chain him to a... Like, to a radio tower? To like a radio tower and just leave him. Yeah, and, they just drive off. Yeah. Um, sick. Uh, Save him chained by the leg. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm missing something, sorry. Before they leave him, Sakai makes a big proclamation. He says... He asks Suruhime to become a meal for him because he can resist that. He can resist eating her. And, she, and she's... Well... She asks, like, what's that about? And he turns his back, like, looking ashamed. And then he makes his grand proclamation that he... Because he's in love with her. That... That's always such a... Like, that's a so Japanese thing. Like, so I'm going to say this, but I cannot look yeah. at you when I say it. Yeah. So, turn around. I'm in love with you, girl. Yeah, I think that the derives from. I think that's like a thing where, like, you know, the whole, like, fans, mm-hmm. the stuff that happened back then. Like, you could say something behind the fan, and it wouldn't be shameful, because it's kind of like a catch twenty two situation. No, not a catch twenty two. I'm saying well, it. I'm saying it to the mountain. Yeah, I ain't so, telling it to you, I'm telling it to so the mountain. When they put the fan over their mouth and they say something, right? They could say something that's that would be considered shameful, right? Well, I'm gonna Google this before this goes into that. Well, hold on, hold on. I think <laughs> like a thing is a thing. And they could say it like and it wouldn't be shameful because they didn't see it. And also, if you were to hear it, that'd be shameful of you because you're eavesdropping. So it was a way of like Hiding shame. I think. Okay. Google it. I'll, I maybe, will. Maybe they'll hear this. <laughs> I will Google it. <laughs> so, after that, they take off. And yeah. Surihime, she kind of goes off to ponder on her own, and she goes to the spot where Sekai handed her a flower. Yeah. And she kind of remembers the point where he said, I want to do this to make you happy. Yeah, she thought originally that this was just a way for this boy to get out of training. And yeah. now she's like, I guess he was sincere with that. And then she rehears him saying, I'm in love with you. And she goes to the spot where he's chained up and he's doing handstands trying to shake. Yeah, he's doing big man handstands yeah, in the sunset. Trying to shake Gakitsuki out of, yeah. out of his uh, belly. And he's sweating like a gigantic big boy would be sweating. Yeah, and you know, good on him for being able to hold himself up like that. Yeah, yeah. So that's 
That's good on him. That's good on him. That's good on him. <laughs> yeah. So Tsuruhime walks away, and the next day she calls out to him, and he smells flowers. He's like, I'm going to go over there, and sees this big white sheet, and he lifts it off, and there she is sitting there in her ninja gear, and she goes, I'm going to become this meal for you, and you're not going to eat me, and this is your last chance. Yeah. Understand that. So she, Ninpo, burger transformation. Surahime burger, Ninpo. Surahime burger, anything is powerful. Yeah. yeah or anything is powerful. Anything is fucking possible <laughs> with ninja, ninja power. Yes. Ninjetti. And he sits there, and he he is trying not to go to the burger. Yeah, they haven't ate in a while. Yeah, he hasn't I mean, imagine big boy like that, the metabolism going. He hadn't eaten in 30 minutes. It's yeah. Painful. Yeah. So much so that it, wor- that it wakes up the yokai. He was like, oh, my God, that burger. Yeah. And he's, like, trying to resist it. And then he says, Brother, may I have one bite of that burger? And while he's normal, he can resist it. Yeah. And then Gakitsuki just goes, bam, slams those fork and knife together. Possession takes hold. But he's trying to fight it. His hand, his hand's slowly moving forward. And he's like, no, I can't. I love her. I can't eat her. Yeah, he's sweating hard, He, but he is resisting. He's sweating like us in this room. <laughs> yes, he is. And he's resisting so hard to wanting to munch on this burger. But Hungry Bogart, he, he is just... Not having it. Yeah. So he hops out the mouth, says, burger's mine, goes to put a knife to it. Sasuke throws out the, the, the rope dog yeah, right just, into his mouth. Yeah, grappling hooks his tongue. Yeah, yeah. Surahime becomes non-burger Surahime. <laughs> yeah. Trans, yeah, transforms too. Because Lady Surahime. The yokai tapeworm is left. Yeah. Seikai drops in size and is ready to be... Uh, a cockle ranger again, <laughs> ready to be a normal uh, hungry boy. Yeah, yeah. And the battle, the battle happens. Super henge. Yeah, we get we get a um, we get like a combination with Sirihime and um, Sekai going going they take alone. The battle on their own. Yeah, they go in alone. We got the that that beautiful port of subs mustard mayo mix going with the white and yellow. You do love that. Yes, I do. It's my favorite. Um, and they uh, see them like cross swords and stuff like that using techniques together. It's pretty dope. Arrow strike, triangle slash. All yeah, of we it. see the like. I love um uh Sakai's like fist weapon, which is like a bear, like a yeah. So they each have a different like connector to their fist weapons. Yeah, yeah, because they all have the the ninja knuckles. Yeah, but his has like a bear claw, not the donut, <laughs> but like. <laughs> It Although would, that'd be make, funny, it'd make a lot of sense. It'd make a lot of sense. Imagine that. You sock someone with that. Bring it up. Take a munch. <laughs> that'd be real. That real sick high. Have we seen everybody's weapons yet? Because I feel like we haven't seen. They Tsurahime's. have a, The thing is, they have a lot of fucking weapons. It's not as crazy as Die Ranger, where they had like an unlimited supply of weapons. Yeah, where they they all have rods, and then they all have like. Attachments, and, and then they all have big wheel in, blades, and then big they all have bl- guns, and That's they all true. have swords. Yeah, like, uh, and but then they all have a signature weapon. The thing is, they haven't done any formal introduction to these weapons well, outside of the swords. So, uh, well, it's hard swords, for me to keep track of Jiraiya's uh, grappling hook hand. Yeah, and Sasuke's uh, shuriken hand. Yeah. So, 
Sakai has one with a big old bear talons on it, I'll say. Yeah. And uh, it's cool because he can he can punch it out. It'll grip onto someone. He can pull them back, punch them again. Dope stuff. Uh, the yokai gets big. Gigantism. Yeah. Uh, well, and like Shades of Dyreno, man, like any time this has happened, we may get like... Uh, here and there we've been getting some individual, depending on whose episode it is, we'll get yeah. an individual general battle. Because this one's a Tsurihime and yeah. a Seikai yeah. episode, we go straight to Muteki Shogun. And <laughs> Muteki Shogun might be yeah. more real <laughs> than Dairena. I don't know. I don't want to make that proclamation. The only reason I say that is yeah. because Muteki Shogun doesn't even take steps. He, that's true. He doesn't move for anyone. He he only looks down upon you. Yeah. Ignites his blade of flame. Yeah. And turns you to dust. Yeah, his fighting style is akin to like late era Andre the Giant, which is I'm gonna stand by the turnbuckle, you run at me, I knock you down. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's what Muteki Shogun does. Yeah. Because uh, no one's gotten in striking distance. For them, because they run into sword distance, which is, I mean, it's a gigantic sword. They can fight the the god generals, the, the Kakure god generals, but once Muteki Shogun has been formed, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this last man, back-to-back series where the, like, the main zord is the the threat the main zord is the the main megazord is the the terrifying prospect for all these monsters yeah you want to deal with anything but the main ones so yeah he's he's wiped out saying he's still hungry of course yeah into the sky with his spirit spirit explosion spirit all explosion. of that yep. and then this one ends with a training montage yeah of all five of them training now yeah and, and uh she uh, Surihime speaks to Sekai. They do say they're hungry. Yeah, he speaks to yeah Sekai, who who ask her for a date. Yeah, because they're sitting on the beach again, yeah. and he's eating a hamburger and a fish sandwich. <laughs> it's like you're eating again. He's like, yeah, I'm always hungry. Yeah, how about we go out later for a date? Yeah, she turns him down. Yeah, like she usually has her like high pitched voice. It's not high pitched, but it's just like. Her normal voice, and then when she turns him down, she's like, "Never, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, she's dummy." She's having fun with him, yeah, playing, playing with him, and uh, that's how the episode ends. And that's a good episode because it's Sekai episode, and I like Sekai because he's my favorite. Yes, but on April eighth, nineteen ninety four, episode eight, the Bakeneko Shop aired, which was written by this one was written by Susumu Takaku, and directed by Katsuya Watanabe. The Kaku Rangers are lured into a strange shop where they become captives of a cat yokai who captures children to feed other yokai. So this episode starts out with two children actors who we're kind of like, ugh, children actors. Yeah. They're a terrible toku thing. Children in the the shows suck. They usually they usually bring it down. Uh these children all they do is they walk through a field, they hear a cat meowing. Yeah. They're like, oh, let's go save that cat. When they get into a cordoned off area where no one can see them, a very, very much 
reminiscent of all these shows, Cage falls on them. And then a woman who looks like she works in an, in a pet shop comes in holding a cat and she is meowing, making that meow. And she goes, it was that easy to catch you. Now we'll spirit you away. And then our lovely announcer gives us a quick, uh, like, he kind of, it's weird because he's like, he explains what he's getting spirited he benefits, away means. Yeah, but he benefits like the American viewers most. Yeah. Because he explains all these like these uh these things steep in Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. You know, like all the yokai and explains where their origins from and I really appreciate it. It's cool. And yeah, he explains spirited away. He is wearing a baby blue kimono with the Rolling Stones mouth it. logo caught it on both sides. Caught it this week. Yeah, he does have the, the, the open mouth with the tongue sticking out logo. Yeah, the same thing that Blake Foster has on his neck. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, that's you know what that's kind of appreciated. Not a Stones fan myself, outside of a couple jams, but I don't know. That's appreciated. It just adds another like layer to this weirdo. Yes, but spirits them away. We learn about Spirited Away, and then we cut to the Kaku Ranger that are in Nekomaru, and Nekomaru is on a rampage and it looks like Saizo is driving. Yeah, he's, he's smiling. Like, he's having a good time. He's like, this is so much fun. They're like, what are you, why are you doing this? Why are you driving like a maniac? He's like, Nekomaru's doing it. It's yeah. not me. And they're like, you're steering. He's like, I'm just holding it. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's this car fears out in front of them that they're in danger of careening into. Nekomaru jumps. And now they are in a flying crep truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this flying... Cat crepe truck. Yep. Going through the air. Lands. Takes them out into the woods to this shrine where there is a... It's a gravestone, they said. Yes, and Surihime looks at Sasuke and goes, oh, you know what that is, and he's like, yeah, I do. They're and on alert. For the viewer, they look at Jiraiya, and Jiraiya's like, what is it? And he's like, it's, it's a statue to summon cat spirits. And a candle lights up and starts floating towards this home. So they follow it. Mm-hmm. By the way, Jiraiya has been picking up some Japanese. Oh, yeah. He can speak a little bit of Japanese now. Yeah. He can actually speak a lot of Japanese. He doesn't speak much English in these ones. Yeah. He, he, he actually has... only speaks English in the next episode, episode. nine. Yeah. Or he, no, he speaks it in this one. He speaks in this one. He does have one uh, English line in this two. one. So he had two? Yeah. All right. Well, yes, they follow that spirit light, that that orb. And there <laughs> is a woman who isn't a geisha, but she's she's geisha adjacent. Yeah, and she's tea play- ceremony garb. She's playing a shamisen. Is that the name of the instrument? Sounds right, man. It's like the sitar thing yeah, that you pluck. We can Google that, too. Well, okay. I was well, like, I mean, is it the sham, shimmy shammy, shamisen? The shimmy shammy. That's what they call that. The, the lap guitar? The shimmy shammy. Yeah, it's a shamisen. Playing that. <laughs> so she's playing the shamisen, and then one of the boys goes, wow. And she looks up and says, come in, come in, come in. Yeah. Here, have dinner. And she makes these beautiful sushi plates with like a miso soup and all of that. And Surima goes, why is she feeding us? And most of the boys are like, 
because she's dope, dude. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shut up. Free grub. Yeah. We ain't eating crepes tonight. Yeah. So they all eat. They all drink. They all pass out. Yeah. Middle of the night, Sakai comes out looking for the bathroom. Yeah. Comes across the lady who now has a cat face. It, like she is. She is lapping up milk out of a saucer, and she's, she's like, "These humans, they don't know. Yeah. They don't know what's good. Get it. Get them all." Cat tribe's about to do it big. Yeah. <laughs> all this all this boasting. When Sekai comes in, asks for a bathroom, and she turns, you see cat mouth on her and stuff. Like, yeah. Via makeup. Like she doesn't have like a prosthetic head. They yeah. did her they did her lipstick and yeah. like the, the eyes. Eyes and her, everything to make her look like a cat. Yeah, yeah. Uh Sakai just screams as loud as he can. Runs back into the room where the grabs, team is sleeping. Yeah, he jumps on Sasuke and it looks like he's humping him. As he's trying to wake up Sasuke, and Sasuke has a great line: "Was like, I'm not a girl. <laughs> yeah, like, stop do, it. Yeah, yeah, don't do this to me." <laughs> they uh, once he gets there, once she comes in, and, and they all stand up. They all hit like a kata, and then just fall over. Yeah, they all hit a pose real hard, and it's like that knockout powder that I put in your food, really doing its trick. She summons an electric guitar, and she goes, "Okay, stand up," and they all just are like spirited up. Yeah. Just, all right, now dance, and she makes them all do a choreographed dance to like a AKB forty seven song. It's very cute. Yes, you know, a very cutesy song. Uh, has them doing like backflips and stuff like that. Uh, there's like strobing, colorful light. Yep. At the end of it, she drops them. They fall, and she says, "All right, we're gonna kill you." And she becomes Bakeneko. Yeah, she comes like this were cat thing that cat regular cat face like monster cat face. Turtle shell front. She got like a furry woman's head. Yeah. Like on her forehead. Really weird. Because it's the mask she wears. She pulls yeah. it down. Fur and claws. You know, looks like looks like she's like wearing like fur, like like armor more than anything. Yeah. And then the thing that sticks out is that she's got some like X-Factor clothes. Under, like X-Factor the comic book team clothes underneath. Going down the leg says Hustle. Big John Cena fan. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And she's got the boots with the fur. <laughs> yes, she absolutely. With the fur. So, but then, Surihime and Sasuke pop up. Yep. And they, they're they ready to fight. Like, yeah. how come my knockout stuff didn't work on you? Because we didn't eat. Then Why we get, would you feed us? Then we get a funny ass, like, I, I love it. We get a shot from the other side of this paper wall of this cat monster flying through it. Yeah. With Sasuke falling after her. And they do this cool kind of like ninjutsu off where uh, Sasuke lays like three shurikens in her chest, like right in the titty. Yeah. And then log drop. Yeah. Turns into a log. She attacks him who just turns into clothes. Yeah. But then she gets the upper hand and in what looks like kills Sasuke. Yeah. So... Sasuke does a real fun thing when he's fighting her and he stands up on like the roof and he's like, why don't you just eat my butt? And <laughs> yeah, he, he turns his butt and he just slaps it. <laughs> yeah. And she gets him back though, but said, oh my God, what's that? And he, Goodyear blimps him. He looks, she shoots her claws at him. He explodes a bit. Yeah. Funny stuff. And then we go into the whole death bit. Yeah. The next day, because Suruhime, the next day, because Suruhime and the boys escaped, she is at Nekomaru trying to, like, get them out of their, like, 
locked up state. Yeah, they are like they got the shakes, like they're coming down from something. Yeah, so it's like you guys, I can't believe you'd eat that food. Yeah. Don't ever trust anybody. I like uh, was it Sizo? Sizo's like I knew she was a cat monster. Yeah, the whole time, and then yeah, Jiraiya's like not me, not me, and yeah. then when. She goes, well, you got to drink my Chinese herbal tea. Yeah. It's going to make you better. Like, okay, we'll drink it. It's delicious. It's so good. And then they drink it, and they're like, oh, bitter. Yeah. And you hear Jiraiya go, not good. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not good. She grabs, uh, was it Saizo? Grabs Saizo by the neck and just, like, starts forcing it yeah, down. Yeah, she him. just starts pouring it down throats. Yeah. Um, in So we cut to a pet shop. Yeah. And inside the pet shop, we see the cat lady from before. Yeah. But in normal cat lady form civilian non non yokai form yeah she's she's uh she uh goes into the back and it's just cage after cage of children yeah and she transforms back into her yokai form and she's running a restaurant for other yokai and we see freddy's favorite one the one with one eye and a mohawk flesh tone mohawk yeah like he Oof. We see the genie from Zoo Ranger and two other monsters. Yeah, I like. Yeah, it's definitely the genie from Zoo Ranger. He just got like he got like some like uh, chaos spikes going on. He he's in a punker phase. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense, man. Well, that genie's dead, so this is just his cousin. Oh yeah, that's true. This is just his cousin. Ninety five, you said. Yeah, it's been yeah. two years. Yeah, Misfits are coming back. They got the um, American Psycho coming out. It's a good time to be a punk. Yeah, definitely. Michael Graves, best singer. I don't care. I don't care. I'm just, I don't, I'm just kidding. I'm not trying to start anything. I like Danzig too, but Michael Graves deserves more play than he gets. He's also a wonderful person. He's very nice. Very nice. Uh, the boys in the restaurant pick out children to eat like lobster. Yeah, it is exactly like lobster. You pointed that out. They pick the fat one, of course. Yeah. They bring out a chubby boy. That she lays on the block. Yeah, and she pulls out this huge butcher knife and she goes, Clang, clang, getting clapped up. Our specialty is raw child. <laughs> yeah. And she puts the blade to his neck, but who's back? Crane. Sasuke. Don't we get a crane first? Do we get a crane first? Like paper crane? Or is it Sasuke first? Uh, Sasuke shows up and she's like, oh, I thought you were dead. And he's like, no, nah, come on, girl. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And then the paper crane comes in. Well, like, all five of them stand up to, like, flex on Sasuke. And then the crane shows up. Yeah. He's like, so you're going to get the kids. Yeah. I'm going to take these five boys. Yeah. And four boys and one girl. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Fleshtone Mohawk dips immediately. Oh, yeah. He doesn't fight at all. Yeah, he's out. (laughs) That's good for me. He's just there to eat children. He's not there to fight. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it, man. Well, to if him, a fight he... broke out in Denny's, I don't no. care if I even got beef with that person that's breaking out of fight. I was just here to eat my my, my uh, mozzarella grilled cheese. My mozzarella stick, two of them. <laughs> Your and heart attack on yeah, the plate. Yeah, my my tired of living combo <laughs> and, our, and our vase of juice Yeah, that that lady wonderfully told, politely told us was a carafe. Okay. You know, I'm glad you said that because I forget that word every time. I will remember it because of her. Because we're like, what's the vase of juice? <laughs> what that juice vase is. Yeah, what is that called? You know, the vase, the juice comes in. What is it called? She's like, a carafe. Thank you. <laughs> uh, coming coming home from a 
sweaty wrestling show have at no, the pyramid. I honestly have next to no memory of any of that except for the two shakes I got. That makes sense. Did I have like the last half of that shake? Yeah. I feel like I had the last half of that shake. Because she made me that real thin one and she felt bad about it. And I was actually pretty happy about it because then my body didn't have to do work to get shake in it. Yeah. And then she brought me the second shake, which I just gave to you. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Alex and... Um, Emiliano. Emiliano, yeah. Yeah, duh, because that was a New Japan show. Big boy car. Yeah, the big boy car. Yeah, yeah. They, you're the brave little Fiesta. <laughs> the Fiesta that couldn't. <laughs> the Fiesta that almost didn't. Yeah, so coming coming home from a New Japan show in Long Beach at the Pyramid. Yeah. And stopping at a Denny's, and it was, you know, we were a very polite, ruckus crowd, yeah. if that's such a thing, because we were very wildin' out, because we were all kind of like in the negative zone, the overtired. Yeah. We were in the overtired, I mean, so Miliano was was only conscious for that Denny's meal, and then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> he was gone the rest of the time. He was gone before it and yeah. after. Yes. And Alex was in a weird stupor, as was I, as were you, and we were talking about uh, vases of juice. <laughs> what is that juice vase, girl? <laughs> yeah. We were very polite to her, but yeah. just being us to yes. us. Loud and us, yes. But Four very, boys. Yeah, but very polite otherwise. Um, over at the Flying J. <laughs> Shout out to the Flying J in Barstow Sponsor. off of Lenwood Road. Sponsor us. Yeah, hit us with that. <laughs> If you sponsor me with a couple of showers, that's fine. I always wanted to. I've always wanted to do that. If you don't know about the Flying J, it's, it's a, a truck stop. It's a truck stop, and they got showers in there because truckers are constantly moving. Yeah. So you can book yourself a shower. They let you know over the intercom when you're shower ready. So you can go to Denny's. You can eat your, you know, moon over my hammy. Yep. You can do whatever you want. Have yourself a nice meal. They'll they'll ding you that your shower's ready. Straight from there into a hot shower. Beautiful. Lovely. That's that's efficiency. Yeah. That's that Japanese efficiency, honestly, that I hear about when when you go to Japan and like, you know, the convenience store has everything you ever fucking wanted. Yeah. Convenience store sells games and cards. Like you don't have to go to a card shop. You're like, Oh, I really want a pack of Pokemon, but all I am is that family mart. Yeah. Uh, let me get one of those EX Unleashed ones where yeah. you get the all the the dope cards and then you get one. Man, I'm so close to buying some just because of that that uh the team up set. Oh, uh, you're gonna get some of that. The card art's so cool. I'm not gonna play. I can't play. I can't. Just buy Just buy on eBay. Yeah. Uh, fifty online packs. That's reasonable. That's a good. That's a good. Shout out to the, shout out to the Pokemon company on how you handle your online game. Amazing. Because I used to sell my codes on eBay. Yeah. For like 50 codes for like 20 bucks. I got like, no joke, somewhere like around like 300 codes just sitting in a box from various sets. It's not as fun as opening packs. It's not. But. But, but god damn, that's amazing. Why, like... It, Magic was so behind them. They're finally implementing something similar. Yeah. And then, like, other games are doing it, like uh, Keyforge. Keyforge is just a great game. But, like, Keyforge, every deck you get, you get the online version of it, too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, Pokemon, though, been doing it for years. You buy any product, you get a code for that product online. 
they're the pioneers of the online card game, and their online card game is the way that you learn to play that card game. Sli- like crazy. It directs you to their online game, which will teach you to game, and also your product that you just bought, the physical one, works on there too. Brilliant. And you can learn to play the game, learn how to not cheat. Yeah. And you can play in tournaments against people so that the first time that you sit in front of somebody at a store and play, you're not nervous about screwing up. And it's all integrated to your Pokemon idea, what you use for tournaments in real life. Yeah. Pokemon, you're killing it with that. You've always been killing it, and no one praises it enough because it should be. Yeah. Thank you. Sponsor us. Pokemon card game, best card game out there. It's the funnest. It will always be the funnest. I've played every single fucking card game, and Pokemon will always be the funnest. I have fun with the other card games. I have a lot of fun with the other card games. Pokemon will always be the funnest to play. I And it's also like probably my favorite one to deck build, too. I think it's the easiest entry, too. I don't think that there's a huge paywall behind it. It's got so many pros to it. It's got so many pros. Also, I know we're just sucking its dick hardcore right now, but I don't care. Um, They, for example, look at Magic the Gathering's, like, holiday gift packs. Stuff like that. They're big boxes. Um, And anytime they put, like, a, a, a foil in there, right? Yeah. It's never a card that's played. It's just something that's neat, but it's for, like, kitchen tablers, right? Mm-hmm. Look at Pokemon. They come out with, like, one of the, uh, was it Tapu Leku or? I forgot which one. One of the. Tapu Bulu. That green one? I think it's Ooh. the green one. It, they come out with a pack. Once a card is played so much and it's jumped up to expensive heights, they release it as a promo. Well, Bulu, like. Shaman never got that. Well, Shaman got it after the fact, but they've been on it now. Yeah. They've been on it now. Like, most recent sets. They'll be released like as a promo in a gift pack that also has like six other boosters and all that. And another uh, well, GX did you see in there. Last two Christmases ago, they released that one that just had the top eight trainer cards that were used over the, the last Yeah, season. yeah, yeah. And they had that new full art N. They they really they really try. They really try. I mean, obviously these things will sell out and then the secondary market of these things will go up, but they honestly try to give you the tools to to play competitively and not have to like kill yourself with eBay prices. I bought four Tapu Bulu boxes when yeah. when I was like, no, this card, this is the deck. This is the grass deck to play. Yeah, yeah. Especially since it was a basic GX. Yeah. Mhm. Uh that's a tough one. This is our Pokémon TCG podcast. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we're going to jump into our Kaku Ranger <laughs> podcast. Well, so they they end up facing off against Bakuneku. They, Bakuneku. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Sirohime runs off with the kids. Yeah. And they they come back, and uh, Bakuneku just, she gigantisms. Well, oh, hold on. There's a, there's a part. There's a part. And I remember this because I was like, why'd that happen? <laughs> Surahime runs off with the kids, and they cat demon on her. Oh, yeah, they do, because she got them away, but they put a spell. She yeah. put a spell on those kids so that they would obey her. How can we talk so, like, concisely about wrestling and Pokemon TCG, and then, like, something we literally watched, <laughs> like, like 40 minutes ago, we, 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 we go dumb. Because Pokemon, we put a lot of energy I guess into. That's true. Wrestling, we put Re- a lot of energy wrestling into. Wrestling is life. Wrestling is life. Uh, in this moment, we just ingested this. 
It hasn't had time. My short term my short term memory is dog shit, but my long term memory is something to remark. Only but it when only we get, remembers when we get to episode thirty nine and we talk about Gakitsuki again. And we t- when we talk about all three of these monsters again in episode thirty nine, uh we'll it's going be to on it. It's going to be like we remember that episode, like we watched it twenty seconds before. Yeah, that's true. Is that a yeah? Yeah, my long term memory is really good because I it, there's stuff I've retained for no goddamn reason, but it's there and I remember it. Yeah, it's just one of those things where like we just ingested it. It doesn't mean too much. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it will. Yeah, so they cat demon on her. They bite her. And, and I'm going to make these episodes concise, like our Die Ranger ones. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, all that Pokemon shit's going to be gone. <laughs> well, maybe, uh, yeah, yeah. Who wants to listen to that? For sure. Um, they all bite her, and she leaps out of their grasp. Yeah. Why did they bite her? Because they they're under a spell. They're under a spell, of course. Yeah. Neku. Uh, Baku Neku. Baku Neku. Neko. Neko is cat. Neko. Yeah. Okay. Bake Neko means changed cat. Cool. So she starts fighting with Tsuruhime. Like, I don't know what triggers the gigantism. Um, Okay. Let's see here. The Rangers, they eventually get together. Yeah. So they. I remember the suit was tearing on the Bakineku. Well, she was fighting uh, Sasuke. Sasuke, straight up, sword battle. Yeah. Um, I think the Dorodoros were involved with the Rangers. Oh, she captures Surihime, and she gets a boiling pot of acid. That's right. The Dorodoros are like preparing a boil- boiling pot. Yeah. Yes, and... She goes, well, it's time for you to die, because one Dorodoros dips the sword and comes out, and it's all eaten up like it's acid. Yeah. And Bakaneko, Bakaneko pushes Surahime off of the mountain. Yeah, in in that henshin cage, right? No. Wasn't it in a cage? She's tied up. Oh, she's tied up. And they just push her over. I, I, I immediately assume someone's in the cage. <laughs> I just, there were kids in a cage earlier. There were kids in a cage. There's, we met the cage quota. We met the cage quota, but like I just assume anyone's captured is a comical cage. But a grappling hook comes down and snatches her up, pulls her to safety. Yep, the Rangers are here. Let's get into it. Sasuke fights Bakeneku on on a super henge, super henge. Um, the rest of the Rangers knock out some uh, Dorodoros and subdue children. Yes, yeah, yeah. That what forces the gigantism once shit isn't going her way. Yep. Which is a bad idea because if it ain't going your way on the ground, it ain't going to be much better up there, kid. And because this is another mixed episode of Surahime yeah. and uh, Sasuke. We get a... I, we, they call... I. They call upon they call the god generals, but they, they immediately They become, call upon their god generals. They call upon their god generals. And I think there's like they both like stand off with her a bit, and maybe there's a little bit of an exchange, but yeah, it's pretty much the only to... god general exchange in this one is, is the next episode. The next episode, yeah. But yeah, they go into Shogun. Shogun don't play. Yeah, it's a wrap. Like <laughs> fire sword. Yeah, man. Like it looks so fucking cool since it's all like practical effects. Yeah, it's not CG or anything. This is just a giant robot. With a huge flaming sword 
that just slices down. Yeah. And then we see a monster just get obliterated. Satisfies me. It becomes a it becomes a spirit and then the spirit explodes. <laughs> oh yeah, and and uh Shogun goes rest in peace. Yeah. Like he's the fucking undertaker. <laughs> it's so it, it, it is the undertaker, <laughs> man. Luteki Shogun yeah. is like I don't want to say the same stuff I said about Dai Reno, but yeah. man, like he is truer than Dai Reno. He does not move. He does not move. I Dai Reno is still my favorite because Dai Reno is just I don't know. He's he's got a cool factor that Shogun hasn't gotten yet. It's kind of crazy, like the sense that like Sho- that Dino Megazord Daisujin. Yeah, he holds a place in so many fans' hearts as like. The realist. Yeah. And he really got worked over. I, that's at more, all times. I'll say that's but, more, more interesting. But story-wise, it made the most sense because he was an incomplete god. Yeah. And yeah. Once, once the ultimate fusion happened, there was no touching him. Yeah, because once you... Oh, boy, that's true. The Grand Banisher. Yeah. When the Grand Banisher happened, I mean, that name is so heavy dick you know like that is big dick energy if i've ever heard it grand banisher yeah that's true that's true like he was untouchable once he was a complete god yeah and then direno direno is kind of like he's like that uh but he's like that can't can't fist in a north star kenshiro kind of but at the same time like the die ranger themselves were none of them were punks none of them were like princes forced into this or anything like this because i feel like boy and gauche were trained to be protectors of the crown yeah because they they and both stuck close to like their like they they both were uh and like geki was more military background i guess you could yeah, say geki was like a a boy prince who they're always trained to battle because they're going to be the generals of the army. And also it's that's also kind of like an etiquette thing. And, and same with May being the princess. Like yeah. she was trained. That's something you learn like in like that's something in like the royal acumen, you know. Yeah. You learn how to fence or you learn how to duel. You know, it's something and then it's, it's Dan there. was probably the same thing, but he was just a just a Dan was underutilized, we know that. But yeah. we love Dan. Dan was underutilized, and I love Dan because we share a name. Yes. Uh, <laughs> every single one of the Die Ranger was tough. Yeah. Like, they were each tough in a different way. Like, yeah. I mean, Die Ranger, so far, it has been the Wu-Tang of the Power Rangers. Each one of them could throw down. Yeah. Each one of them can have a solo album, and I, yeah. would, I would buy it. Yeah. Um, That's if we're not counting Ko, because I don't count Ko. No, I don't, I don't count Sixth Rangers at this point. Like, Co is like a mascot. Like I think that Zoo Ranger is a decent show, and then when Barai shows up, and the Barai story arc is incredible, and then the final story arc kind of coasts off that Barai energy. Yeah. So yeah, Barai will Barai makes you cry, for sure. But uh, like these guys are just fun. Yeah, they're having a great time, but they're they're coasting off of the backs of. Great Sasuke. Yeah. And like every single monster has played Don't Wake Daddy. Yeah. And they've pressed down on that fucking alarm clock too many times. And Daddy has sprung up. And Daddy has put people down. 
Yeah, and Sasuke Sarutobi is like of legend, the greatest ninja that's ever lived. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, if Sasuke Sarutobi helped create, and the first Tsurihime yeah. helped create Muteki Daishogun, yeah. uh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sh- Shogun and off that granddad power. Yeah, they got that old man strength. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like to think of Shogun like the granddad, that granddad, that granddad strength. Where you like, what are you gonna do, old man? He grabs you by the wrist. You like, you shit yourself. You know, like, yeah. oh, you know, that hurts a lot. You know? Oh, you fought in World War Two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's gonna throw me over this wall, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or it gets real. <laughs> And you and you regret every mistake you made because you're a silly fucking yokai. Yeah. <laughs> the oh, Shogun's sick. Shogun's awesome. I mean, Shog- just like Dai Reno, Shogun had a reputation with me strictly because of the figure, strictly because of the the mecha. Yeah. Shogun was one of my favorite because he was so fucking huge, and then in the fighting game. He was so fucking huge. He was bigger than every other sprite. It was awesome, man. Now I'm learning, oh, this is the rep. This is what Shogun is. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome, man. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We got uh, time to do one more episode? I think we got time to do one more episode. <laughs> I right. would hope so. Uh, because uh, we, because Hidden Camera Live yeah. is the final episode that we're going to talk about today. This one, written by Noboro Sugimura and directed by Taro Sakamoto. So, yeah. older oh, writer from the first episodes. Uh, one little thing. We forgot the ending of the second episode, which is where Sirihime kisses uh, Nakamura. And then all the and boys she, And it purrs and it goes, choo. Yeah. Like above it, like in a little cartoon. It goes, choo. And then all the boys are like, yo, 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 you, 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 you giving, giving out kisses? You giving out kisses? I want to kiss. I want to kiss. And she fucking just slaps them all and gets on the bus. She gets on the bus and then drives away without yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Because learn some manners. Oh, 14-year-old girls handing out kisses. Got to get one. <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> Isolate that. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't use that. <laughs> yes, future Dan. Don't use that. <laughs> it's only going to cause problems for you. Well... In Hidden Camera Live, which aired April 15th, 1994, written by Noboro Sugimura and directed by Taro Sakamoto, Jiraiya's obsession with watching TV becomes a problem when he encounters a yokai (laughs) who wants to cause chaos in order to become a TV star. Yeah, buddy. So this is is Dan's episode. Uh, I want to start out with Jiraiya's watching TV. And he's watching a samurai, yeah, thing, yeah, and cool. Yeah, you take take the reins. A woman is standing there, and she's being accosted by these four, these like, four bad guys, Ronin-looking dudes. Yes, and they're all saying like, "Oh, you know our secrets. You must die now." And then there's a samurai that's standing at the top, wearing green. And he reveals himself, and he says something about like the de- the devil's waiting for you at the river sticks. Yeah, he's on the great protector samurai. Yeah, yeah. Well, this samurai, played by Shiro Izumi, who you wouldn't know if you listen to our show because we just started talking about actors. <laughs> yeah, 
he uh, played a couple of characters. He was Change Pegasus in Change Man, mm. but he also ended up being the Dragon Ranger Barai in Zoo Ranger. Hell yeah. He's in an episode of O-Ranger coming up, and he's in uh, a short film about Super Sentai and Kamen Rider, but Barai has made his appearance in this show. It's so cool that they put him in green. Yeah. That they put him in like a teal green, and it's so cool. Like It's just good little, good, good nerd stuff, you know? Gets you smiling. Yeah. So Jirai is watching this whole thing, and he's buying it because he's a he's an American. Yeah, he's a TV boy. He was raised on the television just yeah. like us. Yes. <laughs> and after he watches like the whole samurai form of like fighting, he picks up a broom and he starts attacking uh, Kaku Ranger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's yeah. saying the lines from television as he's doing it. You had a good call, which is he's basically our friend Tondar. Because <laughs> if you ever watch. Tony, Tondar, Tony, whatever, has fits of he watches some He watches something on television, yeah. and then he does it sometimes. Yeah. And like if he sees a cool sword battle on TV, he's going to attack you with a lightsaber <laughs> or something like that, something that looks like a sword. This, and then, yeah, this is... W- <laughs> at the end of the fight, he does the head roll that, like... Yeah, the, the like, the, um, the kabuki theater, like... You yeah, like he a, does the head roll and all yeah. of that, which Tondar also does a lot. <laughs> just kind of, yeah, just kind of like out of instinct at this point. Yeah. He, he just does it. And that's why we call it Tondar, and that's why we call it Tondar's house, because you're probably going to get in a fight. And it's Goldar's house. Yeah. <laughs> all of that. Yeah. You're probably going to get in a fight with him, because he's just he just has fits of exuberance. He never hurts anyone, by the way. He's not some psychopath. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, like, he's a... He's a uh, he's a little heavy-handed if we're gonna take him to wrestling terms. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you just roll with it. You just roll with it. Yeah, anyway. he doesn't wrestling handshake at all. Yeah. He he's a full-on <laughs> stiff boy. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, but he he'll he'll take it just as good as he gives it. Yep, he, no complaints. <laughs> we cut to a restaurant that has a huge line out the door, and a woman is going in with television cameras because she says that she has heard that this is the best ramen in Tokyo. Oh, a little bit, just a second before that. Someone else is watching the same movie. Oh, yeah. It's uh, another, it's a, it is a, well, we know that the yokai have like, some like Brick Man had bricks painted on his face. Yeah. This is a, Television obsessed yokai. So in front of his eyes is the black box of around a TV, and he's and got a the blue screen in the middle. He's got like two dials right here too. Yes, like two. He gets he has two little dots on his cheek that I think represent the knobs on the TV. Yeah, because and this he, is a knob TV time. Yeah, and he's watching this same movie and he's loving it. And then his landlord is screaming at him. Hey, today's not trash day. Trash day's Thursday, and you know that. Keep your keep your garbage inside till then. Yeah. That's a that's a very Japanese thing. Like your trash stays inside until trash oh, day. Okay. It's not like here in America where you get your trash cans outside all week. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then you just move them up when it's time to take it out. Mm, all right. Yeah. Cool. Um So the restaurant. Yeah, they go to the restaurant and the woman tries the ramen. 
Who is it? Is it dry? Size own dry, right? This is uh, our female reporter who is our second cameo in this. That's right, yeah. In yeah. the show. It is Rika Kishida who played White Swan from Jetman. Very cool. So that's pretty dope. Got some, yeah, we've got some Ranger alumni yes. going on. Awesome cameos. Uh, she tries the ramen. She says it's amazing. And then they're interviewing the chef of the place. She has the perfect dimples. Perfect. They're just perfect. I mentioned it as I saw her, but like perfect placement. Like her, the best dimples I've ever seen. Yeah. As I, I understand why she's a uh, on the scene reporter. Hmm. Well, when she's talking to the chef, he says it's love. I love my ramen so much. And he rubs the noodles on his face and then he kisses them. And Freddie said, I kiss every bowl that goes out to your. <laughs> yeah. That's what I put my mouth on all of it. <laughs> Just go, like, yeah, send it out. And after all of this, in comes TV Yokai Man dressed as the Green Barai Samurai. Yeah. And he runs in and he's got a toy plastic sword and he's attacking everybody with he, it. He's given the lines. He's given the lines that he saw on TV. He is given the lines. I'm the great for... protector. Yeah. See you in hell. All that stuff. And he's like, put me on TV. Put me on TV. Vince, call me up. <laughs> Vince, call me up. Yeah. yeah. He goes outside, like, harassing the cameras. Uh, Saizo tries to stop him. He kicks Saizo in the nuts. And that's when Jirai has enough of it. Yeah. And Jirai steps in, and he starts doing movie kata. Yeah. And they're like, these guys that are beating up this TV boy are so <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, like, okay. Call like it is. This is a neck beard. We cut this to a, a weather reporter, which yeah. is our final important cameo yeah. of the day. Toku Nishio, who uh he is the actor, the voice actor of Gold Mask from Mask Man. No. Gold Mask from Go Ranger, the first one. Uh he does a lot of monsters in uh Go Go Five and Dynaman, but he is Mr. Popo from Dragon Ball. Crazy. Yeah, he's the voice of Mr. Popo. Very, very cool. Tyler, you'd appreciate that. I know you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> and they're they're giving like a weather report and Yeah, he's standing in front like the usual stuff, like you can expect some heavy rain coming on through here. Yeah. And then a Samurai Yokai runs through the paper like wall and he's like, put me on TV. Yeah, yeah. I'm the man. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. the, the beating up of just, Jiraiya and Saito. Yeah, just come, world star, world star. The whole time. And <laughs> the cool thing is, is the Kaku Ranger don't care about their secret identities because they just super henge into the Kaku Ranger. Yeah. And... He becomes his yokai form, which is like a trash man. It is. His head His head looks like a uh, thrown-out cabbage. Yeah, he's like Doratebo. He looks like he was made from the runoff of the Wiz. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, I feel like all the extra discarded costume bits went it, into a river. The head of him looks like... Do you remember when, like, the Flower Man from Zoo Ranger was? Yeah, he's got a forming? very kind of. He's got kind of that handsome face, but it looks like what they did was they just grabbed the mold and then just shook the shit out of it, <laughs> so that like, yeah, it broke off. A Apparently, little bit. he was in episodes three and four, so he was like so he was probably the background in that that like yokai bar. Yeah, so he's we because when when he first appeared, I was like, 
did they ever use them in Power Rangers? And I don't think they did, but probably where I saw them was in the background of this yokai bar. Yeah. So uh, this yokai bar, this very country sounding song there. This yokai bar. Yeah, you got it immediately. There it is. You fucking songbird. Yeah, man. I I love eating at Kobe Teats. I love this bar and grill. <laughs> and it just really lets my country heart fly. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, he busts through he busts through that that uh paper map. But then we get a yokai versus uh Sentai battle where we get blue and black versus uh, Dora Tubbo. Yeah. Um, the rest of the Rangers are at the uh, crepe truck. Yeah. Nekamaru, and they're watching TV. Well, Surihime is, like, cooking, and she looks at the TV that's on. So, Jirai and, Saz- and uh, Saizo are on TV. Yeah. So they all they all know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But the fight breaks out between our cabbage-headed friend yeah. and the uh, blue and black Kaku Ranger. And he starts throwing mud balls at everybody, and it hits White Swan. It hits uh, Mr. Popo. Yeah. And it knocks Mr. Popo down the stairs. Yeah. And what was supposed to happen is Mr. Popo was supposed to take his daughter or son, child. Son. 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 I remember because he had a sick fashion. Actually kind of close to what I wear, (laughs) (laughs) if I'm being real. (laughs) He's got Uh, some really loud short shorts. And uh, real purple shirt, real purple shirt. Loved it. Uh, His dad falls down the stairs, but his dad was supposed to take him to a quiz show because they were going to be able to win a trip to Hong Kong and Macau. Yes. So we find out about this in the hospital, but into the hospital breaks the press and they're like, there's those cool guys that fought that monster. Yeah. Yeah. Because the kid really wanted this to happen for him because his dad's always on business trips. So he never has time to enjoy himself. Yeah. So he's like, I wanted to win that trip for you, Dad, so we can have a vacation together and just have fun. Yeah, and it looks like Jiraiya's like, yeah, you need that. This this family deserves it because they got hit with a mud ball. And if it, yeah. yeah. And Americans understand big prizes in game shows. And we cut back to the yokai in his dirty apartment watching TV, getting angry that Jiraiya's on TV. He's like, they shouldn't be on TV. I should be on TV. Yeah. I don't want them on TV. Jiraiya, by the way, is going like half half English, half Japanese throughout this episode. Yeah. He, he says like, he exclaims in English, and then he does sentences in Japanese. Yes. Um, the, the Sentai that are not Jiraiya are kind of just like walking together and then they run into their gay uncle. Yeah. Like this mentor has not been around. No, nah, he's a, he's kind of around. He's around here and there. He, he he's around here and there, but I love that he just always seems to be two my ties in. Yes. You know, he's two my ties in, just being fabulous and enjoying himself. And he's like, Jariah loves TV and y'all got to deal with that. He's a TV boy. Look, he's even on TV right now. Yeah, and they <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and it, on TV, you see Jirai with this little boy, and they're playing trivia, and they're saying, oh, what was the kid's name? I don't remember the child's name. But they say it's him say and him brother. And his older brother. Yeah. And they're like, older brother? And they're like, yeah, and you just have to find one more. Yeah, you like, need to answer one you, more question. And, in, and the, the question is, in America, it's the CIA. 
in Japan, in feudal Japan, what was the spy force called? And they're like, oh, I don't know. And and Jiraiya's like, jeez. And he's this just, is a hard question. The little boy's like, I don't know what to do. Five, four, three. And he's like, two. Okay, last chance. One. It's ninja. They're like, you got it, man. You going to Macau in Hong Kong. That party ball above him, like in Smash Brothers, opens up. And just a bunch of confetti. Then come through the middle of the stage. World star. <laughs> yeah, he comes through. Baba like, Booey, Baba Booey. I should be on TV. <laughs> Stop putting them on TV. Howard Stern's penis. <laughs> Jirai stands up and he's like, look, man, you want to be on TV? You want to be famous? Fight me. If yeah. you win, you can be world famous. It's fine. Yeah. And he get like the, the monster like looks at him and goes, okay, I'll do it. Cage match. It's got to be in a steel cage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good. Really good. Dope. Really good. Oh, there was a part we missed. I forgot how it led into anything, but the Cabbage Man was hucking shit at people from a building. That's what I was talking about, the mud balls. But there's like two separate mud ball parts. Uh, he just kind of got mad on top of a building. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, mud balls. Anyway, it doesn't fucking matter. Cage, mar- cage March. Cage match happens. They're cage both in, Mart. <laughs> they're both in geese. Yeah, they're both in geese. The cage has barbed wire at the top. The news reporter team is there. The rest of the team, rest of the cocky rangers there. We're getting a cage fight. Yeah, they the uh, little boys there. Yeah, the little everyone's there. Everyone's there. Yeah, world star. <laughs> they start off with like a traditional judo match. I'm gonna let you take over since this is this is all like the Dan experience. You're having. They start off with a traditional judo match, and Jiraiya is complete in total control all three matches so the first match happens they just have a few throws and then jiraiya throws the yokai into the cage we find out it's electrified cage japanese deathmatch style japanese death straight up like uh terry funk and i don't know like kota kabashi or something like that (laughs) just just going at it the next one is sword battle and Jiraiya pulls his hands out of his gi, and the gi drops to the sides. And he's holding his sword, and he is ripped to shreds. Yeah. Zach Taylor style. Yeah, yeah. That nice, like, pharaoh cut. Like, yeah. that, that lean pharaoh cut. Everything about him. Like, you could see every muscle. It yeah. looks incredible. I fell in love in this moment. Yeah, you, Jiraiya, you already... You already pegged him as your favorite, and this one kind of just like, that's right, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) He just grabbed you by the throat and held you down until you had an erotic asphyxiation. (laughs) Ninja Black is your dude. Yeah, it it really fucking drove it home, (laughs) and I love that. He kicks the shit out of uh, Cabbage Man again. Yeah, with the sword, and then we go to the final phase. And the final phase, what was that one? Boxing. All right. Jiraiya's in them short boys now. <laughs> yeah, he's in some boxing shorts. Uh, if like or like a gosh, the definition on his back. You yeah. know, like he's and the yokai gets in some shots in his stomach, and then Jiraiya just kind of flexes on him, and then comes back, bam, 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 stomach combo, face combo. Yeah, knocks him so hard he like pulls back and haymakers. Yeah, big and one. He goes through the electrified fence. This dude goes. I said I was going to be famous. Now I'm just going to be a giant step on you. Gigantism. Yeah. The Rangers have a really cool running transformation because no one changes clothes. Like, yeah. So, so Jiraiya is running 
full muscle definition. You see Short his boys. thighs rippling, you know, like with, with that cut meat <laughs> as he transformed. And uh, since it's Jirai's episode, Black takes the lead. I, I love that in Sentai, by the way. Yeah, where he gets the main transformation. Yeah. And then, the, and then four... the other ones get the four split. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And then they just immediately call upon the generals. Yeah. And we get a uh, individual cut for a, yeah. a little bit of time. Well, of time. he, they all go to step in. He goes, no, I'm still handling this. Don't worry about it. And Jiraiya takes in his frog general and he slaps the yokai around a little bit. And then he's like, all right, we got to end this. And they just zip back Muteki Shogun and the yokai gets it in his head. He's like, well, I'm just going to rush him. He's not going to be able to get me if I rush him. And as he's running, flaming sword, Muteki slash, dead. Get out of here. Get the fuck out. Like, you, like, this dude got embarrassed in every single step of the way. <laughs> I thought he was going to get one. Yeah. Someone has to, right? Someone has to. But, like, this guy just, he got thrashed. He was, he was punching... Way out of his weight class. Yeah. I like, mean, like, it's why we're going to that like Muteki Shogun's here, but there's going to be a, a point where someone's too fast for Muteki Shogun. And that's why Kakurei Daishogun's going to show up. Yes. We, uh, yeah, I mean, we can't, <laughs> we can't always, well, what am I going to say here? Every episode is basically going to end so far, it seems, with us just chorging sh- Shogun Wiener. Chorg. <laughs> yeah, just ch- chorging Shogun Wiener yeah. for the foreseeable future. And I don't want to do that too much. Just just please watch this. He, please watch this to get the feel. He wrecks them. Yes. And it's, it's the end. We cut back to the crepe truck where now Jiraiya is watching women's wrestling he's watching glow yeah and he gets super into it i like and then, uh who, who said it was Tsurahime? Yeah. no 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 uh no sasuke's like oh you're into wrestling now of course he is yeah american <laughs> and he stands up and he starts first thing them. he does is drop kick saizo yeah he drop kicks someone just immediately just stands up drop kick <laughs> yes just standing drop kick yeah and then he knees Sasuke in the chest. Yeah. And then he like Oh, he he does a he knees him in the chest and uh snapmares him. Yeah. And then he goes to attack Surihime who holds up the like serving dish and then hits him in the head with it and he sells for her. <laughs> he does he sells real hard for her. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, I love these I I love Kaku Rangers so these, far. These man. are this is a fun group of kids, man. So we're coming up on the drop off. Well, the apparent quote unquote drop off. Where like I've heard that the the show suffers a bit. Well, I was talking with uh, James from Mostly Speaking Sentai the other day, mm-hmm. and he got to episode 6 when he decided that they weren't going to cover Kaku Ranger. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Uh he doesn't think that like his show is about getting people to watch Sentai that have never watched Sentai mm. and seeing if this is a show that would capture them. And as a Sentai fan, he likes Kaku Ranger, but he doesn't think it's the kind of show that's that the thing can... that's gonna grab him. Yeah, fair enough. And I think that that's a fair assessment. That's a fair assessment. I think I can get him though. I think I can get people watching that. I think we can get people watching this. I think we can get people to like. 
I'll have a fair assessment of their watching protocol yeah. for stuff yeah. in a couple of weeks. Yeah. But, like, ours is watch and talk. Yeah. Not really during Sentai. During Sentai, we're kind of paying attention because there aren't any uh, pages for us anymore. <laughs> yeah, there's there's uh, details that we want to take in and remember, so we're doing a decent job of being a podcast. Yeah, yeah, but like Power Rangers, we talk the whole time because it's Power Rangers. It's like VR Troopers in the sense that you only need the first like two minutes and then a little bit of the fight. Yeah. And that's kind of... Yeah, some, there's yeah a little bit of talking points here and there, like when a scug goes through a bench. You know. Yeah, there's yeah, and with Sentai, that's absolutely true. Where we try to take in every single thing. Yeah, so that's kind of. I think our exuberance, though, I think our excitement comes I, through. I like these kids, and I don't think I'm gonna stop liking these kids. Yeah. because I mean, with a Sentai show, I usually know within the first five episodes whether I like the show or not, and I like this show, big time. Like, I like it. And there's some points where, at the theme song, I'm sold. Because I showed you the Tokyuger theme song today. And and I've never seen a minute of Tokyuger. I just knew, like, I wanted uh, the orange one's morpher. Yeah. Because it's an iPhone. Yeah. I thought that was cute. But after hearing that theme song and how bad it bops. Yeah. I'm a fan for life. <laughs> like, I'm a Tokyuger <laughs> Uh, making that declaration, Tokyuger fanboy. Yeah, and it's a good show. It's theme, a really good show. Theme song alone has me thirsty for <laughs> Tokyuger. Yeah, it's a fun show. Yeah, and we'll get to it in twenty years. Yeah, but thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we're gonna cut it off because it's getting kind of late at night. <sighs> yes. So, thank you so much for listening to our show. We bring you new episodes every Monday and Thursday on your favorite podcatcher, and we're on all of them. So go get you some. If you like the show a lot and you want to support us financially, you can head over to patreon.com slash powerplaythrough, where for as little as $5, you can get our VR Troopers episodes. That's a lot more content. That's a lot, like, I, no joke, that's a lot more content. It's going to be a 30-episode series, so, I mean, yeah, VR Troopers, and then we're moving on to Mask Rider. Yeah. We want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. If you want to get yourself a digital download of that you can head over to rainer.bandcamp.com while you're there go get yourself a shirt that says get surged yeah sweetest boys in vegas <laughs> yes uh <laughs> if you're liking the show a lot and you want to hear some of our musings but you don't want to pay for them that's fine that's fine only do the patreon if you're financially solvent and you really want to if it's something you you want to yeah and, and if you're not sure there is a free episode on there so go check that out yeah, yeah. um but if you want to hear some more of our musings you can follow us on social media we are at power playthrough on instagram p playthrough on facebook and twitter and um you can dm us come chill come d dm us uh you can catch me in the uh power rangers discord uh, if you want to just chat with us we have a discord that's all on our patreon and as uh like you know as uh, this uh, certain game, Battle for the Grid, comes out. We will be doing some Battle for the Grid streaming. We'll be doing some Heroes of the Grid streaming. We're grid streamers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to playing with any listener. If you, like, Even if you have nothing but shit to say, that's fine. Let's play some games. Yeah, let's Come play some games. Come kick my ass. Well, thank you so much for listening, and as always, Make may so the power protect you. you.